Welcome to the More Than a Physique podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, online fitness coach, content creator, and competitive bodybuilder and powerlifter. In this podcast, we help you discover your inner athlete. Each episode will enhance your life as we provide you insights on all things health, fitness, and personal development. Now let's bring out your inner athlete. Hey everybody and welcome back to the More Than a Physique podcast where we discuss ways to ignite all areas of your life surrounding health, fitness, and becoming mentally elite. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, online fitness coach for the Natty Hour and certified strength and conditioning specialist. And welcome everybody to episode 74. So like I've said in uh, my last episode, I want to continue moving on to doing monthly episodes for the remainder of the year. So that just means a couple of episodes left and then I will be heading into the uh, new year of 2022 going into bi-weekly episodes. So I appreciate everybody's patience with that. But the uh, last month here, since I talked to you guys last, a lot has happened. A lot of exciting things have happened. Uh, The number one thing is the fact that we got our first official bodybuilding show off of the ground and this is something that we have been wanting to do for a while bringing natural bodybuilding to where we live which is Kelowna in British Columbia is uh, been a long-term vision but with all of the restrictions during the pandemic we've had to postpone a few times and it's been a challenge it's been a struggle but we finally were able to make that happen on October 17th and since then a lot has happened which is really exciting so we actually had six athletes compete in that show so it was a lot to balance it was really exciting because i wanted to be there for my athletes so i was wearing a lot of different hats of course you know i'm wearing the first hat which is to be a show promoter so there's a lot of other athletes there who aren't actually my clients but still asking me lots of questions when it came to the lead up of the show at the athletes meeting and everything like that and then the other hat of course is being a coach so being there for my athletes and giving them the attention that they need to make sure that they feel comfortable and ready to step on stage another hat that i never actually considered was my competitor hat and as you guys know i haven't stepped on stage since 2017 i do plan on stepping on stage in may of 2022 but just being at the show having being at a bodybuilding show for a couple of years now because of everything it really just got me super motivated sparked my motivation i've always been focused and disciplined with the long-term goal but i'm really ready to officially step on stage myself So after the competition, well, during the competition, I should say, we had two of our athletes win their pro cards, which is really exciting. So they are now considered WMBF bikini pros. And we had another one of our competitors play second and the other girls didn't quite make it to the top five, but they still looked amazing. I actually posted all of their stories on Instagram gave them all equal amount of love because they all really went through a lot this year. I couldn't imagine 
trying to cut down and compete with the idea in the back of your head that the show might not go on. And that was my biggest stressor as a promoter. So when you're a competitor and you're dieting and you're on low calories, you're not always thinking clearly. Your emotions are already high and a lot of people don't realize how challenging it can be. A lot of competitors experience what is known as prep brain and that's pretty normal. You know, our brains need fuel and when we are eating in a calorie deficit over an extended period of time, we don't always think clearly. So having to deal with all of that, which is normal for competing, on top of everything that happened with the pandemic, I couldn't I couldn't do it. So I really take my hats off to all of my amazing athletes and I'm so excited that everything worked out. So because two of our girls got their pro cards in order for them to compete at Worlds, which is in Vegas on November 20th, fun fact, that's my birthday, which is really exciting. Before they can do that, though, they have to compete in their pro show. They have to do a pro debut, and we timed that in Canada. So the pro show was the following weekend in Calgary. Well, of course, none of us anticipated going to Calgary, so we all planned the trip last minute, so that way the two who got their pro cards can do their pro debut, so that way they are eligible to compete in Vegas. And uh, they both stepped up on stage. Kyle and I both helped out at the Calgary show, which was so much fun. Again, you know, I wasn't promoting the show, but still like just volunteering backstage, helping out with the show, and then as well too, trying to be there for my girls. And I had another athlete who lives in Calgary who was competing in that show as well for her amateur debut. She did amazing. She got second and is doing another show this weekend. It's just been amazing. So both of the girls were able to uh, step on stage in Calgary. One of them placed in the top five. The other girl was so close. She got six, but she was almost there. And now they're able to compete in Vegas. So it's been quite a whirlwind. It's been quite a journey and a lot has happened in such a short period of time. And I'm really excited. It's uh, pretty amazing to see all of the success of our athletes and I couldn't be more proud. That really inspired me though to talk about what I wanna talk about today. And that's what you should do after the competition season. You know, you are on such a high when you step up on stage, regardless if you get a trophy or not, you still feel so amazing. Like for example, one of my other girls who didn't uh, place top five, she broke her arm, I think it was two weeks before she was supposed to step on stage and she still competed. So of course she received a lot of attention, a lot of positive attention, you know, a lot of admiration. I mean, the fact that she still had the discipline to finish out the last two weeks and still make that effort to step on stage, like that is an accomplishment in itself. So even something as simple as that is going to just leave somebody feeling super fulfilled and inspired after stepping on stage. But those emotions are fleeting. So what do you do after you step on stage? Because it's super easy to be motivated when everyone's paying attention, you're receiving all of this attention from just competing. What do you do afterwards? Because that motivation easily goes away when the attention isn't there anymore or the stage or that future goal isn't there anymore. And this is where a lot of competitors get those post-show blues. You know, a lot of competitors actually tend to go into a depression and that's because they haven't taken the time to strategically plan what they should be doing 
after their show. So I want to talk about that today. We're going to talk about it from a mindset and goal standpoint, and we'll slightly touch upon, you know, hormones and everything like that, because that plays a role as well. But I think the first thing that most people, most competitors need to do before they even step on stage is plan out their postseason. And the first thing is to set future goals for yourself. Have a new goal in mind right away. You should know exactly where you are headed the second you get off stage. So it can be something as simple as implementing your reverse diet successfully. It can be something as simple as getting back to a normalized, balanced lifestyle. Other people, they have a future show in mind, which is awesome. There's nothing wrong with that. I already have one of my competitors looking at shows for 2024. And that's the thing with bodybuilding that some people don't realize it is a long-term outlook. You know, you do have to have a long-term mindset when it comes to setting goals for that. Um, other goals, of course, you know, are maybe to learn how to cook better, how to um, maybe eventually compete in powerlifting, maybe even just getting your strength up in the gym, maybe competing eventually in a half marathon or a 5k, it doesn't matter. As long as you have something to look forward towards, it's going to allow you to create an easy transition for yourself to get off stage and focus on something new. Because if you don't, what's going to happen? Often, a lot of competitors just kind of say, screw it, and they think that they can just stop eating the way that they have been, they can just stop doing the insane amount of cardio that they've been doing, and go back to their old methods, not realizing, and this is where the hormone side of things comes into play, that their hormones are so out of whack that they cannot rely on their hunger signals, so regardless if you are tracking your macros, following a meal plan, you need to reverse out of that restrictive dieting and you need to reverse out of it slowly so you give your hormones enough time to restore and normalize. So I honestly recommend you listen to my reverse dieting podcast, The Diet After the Diet. I believe it's episode 60 and I go over two different strategies that you can look at implementing on the dieting side of things and that's either implementing a reverse diet or a recovery diet. So I won't talk about those things today. Like I said, I want to keep it more of a mindset-based episode, but from a hormonal standpoint, you cannot just stop what you're doing cold turkey and go back to your old methods because your hormones are so out of whack, it is extremely difficult to stop eating when you feel physically full because mentally you never feel full when you have been just restricted for so long. So having a plan when it comes to that is super important because if you don't, it's very easy to put on body fat. And while it is important to put on a strategic amount of body fat after your show, you do not want to put on too much too quickly. And the reason is because for a lot of competitors, it is going to spark a lot of insecurities and it's going to trigger them to feel the need that they need to start dieting again, which is the worst thing that you can do after just dieting for, I'm going to say 16 plus weeks. A lot of competitors, it's closer to 30. That's a long time to be dieting. So jumping back into a diet after you gain 20 pounds in a week. Yes, I have seen it. 20 pounds in one week, not a good idea. So implementing a strategic diet after your diet is super important. So once you start doing that, it's going to allow you to fixate on your future goals. What are your new goals that you have in mind? Because it's tough. Even if you do 
keep things in a controlled matter, you're still going to gain some body fat. And to most people, the average Joe, they're not going to really notice that you've gained some body fat. They're still going to think that you look really good. But to the competitor's eye, when you've seen yourself so lean and you don't have that tan anymore, it often can be a little bit challenging for a lot of people to not have that level of leanness anymore because it goes away so quickly. Like I said, a lot of competitors are cutting down for 30 weeks. And after 30 weeks, you only get an hour or two to enjoy what you just accomplished. It's tough from a mental standpoint. So by having those future goals in mind, it allows you to not fixate on those things so much. Yes, of course, those thoughts are still gonna be there, but it'll allow you to have a new outlook in mind to focus your energy on. So that's the first thing that I think a lot of competitors need to do is just have a new goal to focus on. And I would make sure that it is a short-term goal as well. Like, yes, like I said, some people's goals are to compete in a couple of years. That's a great long-term goal to have in mind, but still try to have a short-term goal, whether that is to gain some strength in the gym, maybe do a powerlifting meet, maybe train for a 5K or whatever it may be. Having a short-term goal in mind will allow you to just have a little bit of a break when it comes to the stage and competing and focus on something new for a little bit, even if it's for the short term. It doesn't even have to be anything competitive, especially if you know, like, no, bodybuilding's my sport. I don't want to compete in powerlifting. Even just having, like, some future strength gain goals in the gym will help make a huge difference. The next thing that I would focus on is reversing out of a rigid mentality. So yes, while you are implementing your reverse diet, you also want to reverse out of having such a rigid mentality. So what I mean by that is a lot of competitors will understand that if anybody like takes any of their food, you like completely go into like mama bear. It's like, don't touch my food. You're like a starving lion, right? We're not going to share whatsoever. So reversing out of being okay with allowing people some food, being okay with not weighing out everything and, you know, not having things be completely perfect all the time. That's going to make a huge difference when it comes to gaining that normalcy with having a balanced lifestyle again, because there's a time and place to be extremely strict like this. When you're cutting down for a show, you have a deadline and you do have to quote unquote, be next to perfect when it comes to tracking your macros or following your plan. Once you're off stage, you can start to let that go. Again, don't have an all or nothing mentality where you just completely stop weighing everything. But if you're weighing out like every single gram of rice and you accidentally like spill some of your rice grains and you go to weigh it again, you know, be okay with like, okay, you're, you're off a couple of grams. Allow yourself like maybe a five to 10 gram threshold when it comes to hitting your macronutrients. So you have a little bit of a buffer and you can get used to the idea of accepting being more flexible again. And then the last thing that I think is really important is to pace yourself with your treats. So many competitors have a list of places or a list of treats or go-to foods that they haven't had for 30 weeks that they want to have as soon as prep is over. So a good idea when it comes to that is to consider making a list for yourself and allowing yourself some of those craved items in moderation. So maybe have one craved item every day. Don't have it all at once, but say you wanna have cookies, brownies, cereal, steak, burgers, whatever it may be, that's five different items. Should you have all five of those items in one day? 
probably not. Try to incorporate at least one of those items into your day, maybe a couple of times a week, depending on how low your calories are. So that way you can, again, allow yourself to normalize having that flexibility, implementing that 80-20 rule again on a day-to-day basis. And I think if you have some of those craved items on a daily basis, it gives you something to look forward to. And again, will allow you to reduce the need to have those items because if you include it into your day, we always want what we can't have, right? So if you allow yourself to have it, you eventually stop craving it so much and you're satisfying those cravings. So it's okay to satisfy those cravings, but again, you just wanna make sure you do so within moderation. And then I think a bonus tip is to give yourself time. A lot of people think that they need to feel normal after like three weeks, sometimes even 12 weeks isn't enough time. You always have to ask yourself, how long have I been prepping for? Quite often it is going to take the same amount of time, half if you're lucky, in order to normalize not just your hormones, but your mindset, your habits, and your mentality as well. So take it day by day. Make sure that you're still checking in with yourself. If you are working with a coach, I know that competition prep is super expensive, but still try to work with your competition prep for at least three to four months after you've stepped on stage so that way they can help you so that way you don't have a bad taste in your mouth after competing because this stage right here is where a lot of people tend to struggle and don't like competing because of the mental effects that they go through after and a lot of people don't realize that stepping on stage and even getting off stage it is all mindset this is such a mindset sport so even though you're struggling right now post show just remember that it is normal and if this is your first time getting off stage i promise you it does get easier your mind starts to adapt and gets used to what you're going through right now so that way you're better prepared the next time you come off stage and you also too can take notes of things that you know you would do differently the next time around it's not all sunshine and rainbows and glam that everybody sees on show day this part right after you get off stage is the next phase of it and it needs to be taken seriously as well so like i said if you're working with a coach continue working with them for as long as possible and still until you start to feel more normalized and it does get easier and just take it day by day so hopefully that is helpful if anybody has any questions with their post-show blues that they might be going through by all means please feel free to email me thenadiara at gmail.com i totally understand from a competitor standpoint how challenging it is so if you're in this alone don't ever hesitate to reach out i'm here if you ever need anything at all All right, team, that about wraps up this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, if you found it helpful, as a thank you to me, please do me a huge favor and be sure to share this on your social media. Maybe share it with your friends and family. And if you haven't already, please be sure to go leave this episode a review on iTunes. It really helps me out. It helps other people find the episode so we can ensure that we help more people just like this episode was able to help you. So thank you all. I look forward to chatting with you all again very soon. But until then, go out there, strive for more, be more, and ignite your inner athlete.